Hey guys, and welcome back to Cultured Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Pepe, and we are back for some more pitching. Yeah! Cultured Boys pitches, man! Let's go! Yeah! Right. <laughs> so, for anyone that doesn't know the concepts of Cultured Boys pitches, uh, it's kind of like we choose three, three kind of subjects at random, like, and they're different kind of forms of media different genres different subgenres. yes and we mix them all up in a random number generator and we spit something out and myself and nathan have to come up with a pitch for that idea <laughs> and an added rule is that you can create any supplementary content you want for your pitch be it a poster character designs a trailer whatever you got the time to but we normally only give ourselves about seven days yeah roughly so, you know, on top of our IRL real day lives, um, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> More in my <laughs> case than Nathan's. <laughs> anyway, though. I try, but yeah. yeah. So this week was a very interesting one. Yeah, it was. It, like, well, I'll let you say the subject of it. <laughs> it This week is a mining documentary anime yeah and uh it there was the added layer of interest to me that um we almost forgot to pick the topics like <laughs> the the words the buzzwords yeah um i remembered on like i think tuesday or something and then i was like hey here's the thing by the way um good luck for sunday <laughs> is uh, it's like even more time pressure the fact that it was like less uh like less time however like i don't think time would have been a really big help in this in the fact that the mining documentary anime is such a random combination as well oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean but mm. You know, I I had I actually did have fun with this though because it's just sort of like yeah trying to figure out because it's I don't know about you normally me and Pepe we struggle with different aspects of this mm. so Pe like Pepe normally focuses on one specific word whereas I focus on another word mm -hmm. and I don't know which t for you this time but I struggled on documentary I uh it's I think it's the fact that it's um like documentary anime is the, it's the combination of the two which really threw me because how do you do a documentary anime that I don't think I've ever seen anything like that okay like for me the documentary anime thing has to be in combination with another genre yeah because I don't think you could just make <laughs> a documentary anime and then like it's too it's too random for me I don't know about you. Wow, that's ironic. Too yeah. random for you. Like. <laughs> but I, I've come up with something. I, I like. I went on a mad like idea raid last night. Like I think I started like because I had a loose idea of what I had in mind probably about two days ago, and it's only like yesterday I started writing down the ideas and forming it, and then it just transformed from thing to thing. So and it came out with this. But I'll let you go first, Nathan, for what you want to go edit. Yeah. Yes. Uh. So I. Uh, little context we sent each other the info first mm -hmm. and i'm going first because i have less to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested about these but much like pepe well actually no because i after this i had the idea almost instantly mm -hmm. and it was trying to flesh out the details mm -hmm. but i'll get into it so mining documentary anime where does one's brain go and my brain instantly went gold rush the tv show kind of a documentary kind of not really right it's a reality show but reimagine that as like a, a modern family kind of thing like a mockumentary style right so you still do the interviews you still got like all the drama and stuff and they're still mining but now it's anime and they're 
under the ocean, right? <laughs> They're in the deep sea. It's now called Deep Sea Gold Rush. <laughs> <laughs> because I noticed every time they do something else, it's just Gold Rush with a subtitle or something Gold Rush. It's always got Gold Rush in there. Mm-hmm. But these are new characters. Wholly original. So, Deep Sea Gold Rush, the anime follows Takeshi Sato and his team of divers slash miners and scientists as they venture into the deep ocean in search of gold. Sato has a, is the leader of a team of 10, six miners slash divers and four scientists. We got Takeshi, the man himself, the MC. He's the one chasing all of this. You know, he's the one with stars in his eyes. He's like, boys, everybody, there's gold in them rocks under there. <laughs> we're, we're going down. Let's, let's get it. Then you got his second in command. Right hand man, Ryuto Hajime. He's he's like gung ho, he's all about it. he's like, yeah, let's do this, bro. There's there's definitely gold down there, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> we just somehow need to get the equipment. So he's a, he's a little more, you know, like he's a little more smarter than than Sato himself, like Takeshi. Takeshi's just too pro tag about stuff, you know, he's too gung ho, he's just about doing it. Ryuto is the guy, he he uses his brain, but he isn't the brains of the operation, because that's Kasumi Goji, the lead scientist. She, she's coming on board. She's like, she's a marine biologist. You know, she knows all about the deep ocean. They need someone who knows what's going on because these boys, they just know diving and they just know mining and they <laughs> just have resolve. There's really nothing else. They, they are shonen pro tags till the end, right? But Kasumi, she's the real brains. And then you've got the foreman, Axel Pan. Yes, pun names. I did it, okay? Axel, like pickaxe. Oh, okay. And pan like like panning for gold. God, okay, geez, okay. Right. okay. <laughs> like, you said it like pun. I was like, wait, where's the pun in there? There's okay, cool. No, I get it. Okay, Fair. yeah, yeah, that's right. Your boy hates puns, but his brain knows him. <laughs> <laughs> Axel Pan is the most experienced gold miner. That's why he's the foreman. He's in charge of everyone else. And then the rest, they don't got names because they're just grunts. Okay, they just <laughs> they just fill out the teams. But I've also, I sent Pepe my supplementaries, right? Yeah, yeah. You got the diver outfits. Nice. It's got cool little, like, that's like a rebreather helmet. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, when I first saw this, like about, well, two minutes ago, like, I looked at it, I was like, that's aliens? What the hell is this? Because you didn't explain to me the idea at that point either. So I was like, what yeah. on earth is this? This is <laughs> mad science you know. <laughs> so I designed my own, like, deep sea diving suit. Okay, yeah. That's a whole, like, helmet, deep sea breather helmet. Okay, yeah. You can see the, like, air tanks attached in the back, mm-hmm. directly piped into the helmet. And then that's, like, a deep pressure diving suit okay so it looks thin but it's like it deals with all the pressure they're all good they don't even have to worry about it and then that's their um that's their mining mech slash submarine thing okay yeah yeah i get you that's good i didn't i didn't have enough time there were i was going to draw like a lot more stuff there was going to be like a whole base and i could have done actual character designs but yeah and then there's the poster (laughs) yeah the deep sea gold rush poster yeah (laughs) I like that. I like. I looked at a bunch of their posters. Mm-hmm. They've always got a few members on the poster, mm-hmm. um, but I thought you know just to, for the extra added effect, a couple of mechs in there, you know, just to show that they're actually mining. Because otherwise, you're yeah. just looking at some some dudes <laughs> under the water. <laughs> dudes under the water. Should have called it that. <laughs> dudes under the water. 
<laughs> yeah, but like, where's the mining coming? <laughs> mining dudes under the water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's basically it. It's okay. It is the reality slash sort of mockumentary style of Gold Rush, but anime. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because so I haven't actually seen Gold Rush at all. Neither have I. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it like an older show or is it like a newer one? What, what is it? Been around for a long time. Is it? Okay, yeah. They basically like, they basically just do a new series. Mm-hmm. They go to a different area, like, but the people are pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's the same sort of crew, but like they've been in the jungle. They've... I'm pretty sure they've been into icy climates and stuff like that. They just go wherever they think there's gold. So, like, they've never done deep sea before. This is, is, this, is this the first time? Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know if there is gold in the deep sea. Yeah, I mean, as that, another... it's, it's anime, isn't it? If it's going to be anything, you got to like, you got to try and experiment some stuff. Well, also, I thought it'd be different because initially mm-hmm. I was going to, I was always going to do a gold rush kind of like anime thing, right? Okay. Yeah. But the initial thought was meteorites in space gold oh, rush in space but okay. then i was like there's plenty of space anime right yeah yeah i was like under the ocean dude deep sea yeah i had the inspiration for deep sea because i started thinking of old cartoons and what was it like sea lab 2021 or something or 2011 or something like that okay it was, it was an old old ass cartoon mm-hmm. okay but basically it was like that i see okay ah fair like it's it like to be fair, now that you mention it about the space thing, there's so many space anime, and I'm, I'm trying to think of one deep sea anime, and it's like, hey, there, there ain't many, really. I, don't, I can't even think of any right now. So fair play, you found a good niche there. Yeah, and it's because it's also like, it, it's like real life, where yeah. we've explored loads of space, but we haven't really explored a whole lot of the deep ocean, because obviously we don't have the uh, advanced technology to do so as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's why I also thought deep sea, because like, you know, we ain't seen it. Yeah. And you can you can imagine just as much about it. Mm. Mad. Okay, fair. That's, that's really cool. I, like, I really like that idea, like the whole thing. Like, and the whole, obviously, documentary is going to be unique anyway, because there's no freaking documentary animes out there. Not that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, unreal, bro. I, that, that the drawings are sick as well. Like, I could actually like properly envision it with, with the stuff you sent me through and that ah oh, thank you i imagine like the great the gray stuff on the helmet is like it's supposed to be see-through when it comes to it right and you'll see their faces yeah 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 i uh i just at the time when i drew this this was supposed to be like one of the background characters so that yeah. you could just to be like oh that's what a might like a mining diving suit looks like and then i was gonna have one without like the helmet but it was gonna be like one of the main characters yeah run out of time so right like honestly yeah that's like you made some shit there so it's like some good shit yeah, fair play <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah sure do i do i go on to mine or do I, is there anything else no that's i'm i'm done that's my pitch deep sea gold rush bro God. okay cool <laughs> let me get <laughs> let me get my notes up here because uh i sent this through today from before and, like honestly this is like the longest thing i've ever written for for uh... it actually is i he pepe has never sent me notes this long uh so 
again, I was playing around with the idea of the whole mining thing. And originally I was like, how do I do a mining documentary in anime? I was thinking of, do I do base it in real life? Do I go back to 1984 and focus on like a documentary team going to like the miners strikes around that time? That was my initial idea. Oh, wow. Interesting. So that was, that was like my thing. And then I ended up developing it more into <laughs> something that I do best, uh, which is making a comedy anime as well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the series is called action living life on the rocks uh it's, it's a comedy documentary anime you know those kind of ones like psyche k and like arguably roboco has been made into an anime as well yeah short really short form 10 minute long anime episodes mm -hmm. so this is a I'm, I'm gonna be reading here so apologies if i end up like <laughs> like because I've, <laughs> I've written so many notes i'm gonna freaking read them if i'm not gonna go off the cuff with this like there's a, there's a lot here so Action Living Life in the Rocks is a short form comedy series based around a documentary crew who are commissioned on a new piece about a mine. Goofy antics ensue as newcomer, oh, you gotta love this, Nathan, uh, as a newcomer <laughs> to the industry, Sato Takahashi <laughs> gets his first ever running job at Saturn Media. That, like, okay, I, had to, I have to pause here about the description because very rarely like out of all the things we've done oh me and david God. have always been concerned about getting uh like our names of our series that we've created too close to each other and sometimes they are really close however the fact that our <laughs> main characters <laughs> in both of our series that we've created are ridiculously closely named is <laughs> i know why that is though because yeah. whenever we and pepe need a generic sounding Japanese male name, we always go with Sato, and it's always like Takeshi, Takahashi, like Toshi, like it's always T and S, yeah, it's, and it's always Sato, always. It was either gonna be that Sato or uh, what was it, Shota or something like that. Oh god, yeah. I cannot believe Sato Takahashi and Takeshi Sato. Oh my god, <laughs> <That's>, but <laughs> when you mentioned it, I had to keep it to myself because I was like. Shit me, that's actually Oh I, my god. I double checked on my notes. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that that is amazing. <laughs> you poker faced me so good. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Goofy, I'll read. I'll reread that again because I think we both. <laughs> Goofy antics ensue as newcomer to the industry. Sato Takahashi gets his first ever running job at Saturn Media, a uh, production company. Okay. Uh, on his first day, Sato's dreams of working on a movie are uh, quickly dashed when he finds he won't be doing running in a studio, uh, living his best movie on the set life. Instead, he's joining a crew as a runner and is shipped to an undisclosed location to film a documentary about a mine. So this is set in Japan. There's no real mining place in Japan, so I had to say undisclosed location because <laughs> there's no, there's no Japanese mines. Uh, while on set, he meets a cast of ridiculous and wacky and colourful characters uh, who had a documentary crew. Away from home and adjusting to life on set in a mining village in the middle of nowhere, how will Sato cope in his new job? Okay. Okay. Is the rundown. So basically it's a little like you know like the like kind of workplace comedy kind of style animes. Yeah. 
uh, but it's about a documentary crew. So that's how I kind of got around that kind of thing. Interesting. Interesting. The longest thing that I've written in my pitch is actually character descriptions that I've come up for this because uh, realistically with these kind of anime, the, the characters are the things that are carrying it a lot of the time. So I'm going to run through the roles that each character has and their names. So the runner is obviously Sato Takashi, newcomer to the industry, as I said before. He has a dream of becoming a director one day. However, he's a nervous wreck. He's clumsy and he messes up from time time to time which isn't the best thing for a runner to do like for a runner you gotta be like holding holding this like stuff together doing bits for the crew uh however he does have a good heart and he isn't the quitter he always tries his best main character you know uh the crew will take him under his ring as his first job and he learns the tricks of the trade so that's 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 our main character okay uh second character is our first ad called frank Oni. So Frank Oni is a stern middle-aged <laughs> man from New York. He takes no shit from anyone. Like he takes the <laughs> he takes the first AD role really seriously, like any first AD would. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone steps out of line on his set, uh, they met with his fiery temper and don't get on his bad side. He's always snapping at Sato, uh, but he does mean well and the shoot always takes priority for him. It's the job of a first AD. You need someone that's going to be hard hitting like that. Okay. Anyway, next character, director, Kado Rita. Uh, a laid-back man in his mid-30s, though he may look like he just uh, he's a lazy good-for-nothing who just rolled out of bed. Uh, he's one of the best creative eyes in the industry. Like, he's like really creative director. He, like, really shines through. <laughs> he can go from half asleep uh to a visionary within seconds uh him and frank always butt heads however like when they work together like their shit's fire like it like comes through really well so like it's like a direct opposite to someone that frank is like uh we got our second ad uh rika sakuraba a reliable honest and hard-working character rika is the golden child of saturn media's documentary crew uh she's worked there for two to three years and puts her heart and soul into her job uh she is the yang to Frank's Ying, so like Ying and Yang kind of thing, two sides, where he delivers stern instructions to the crew, Rika quickly and seamlessly makes sure that Frank's needs are met while assisting him and the rest of the crew wherever she can. Uh, I've added like a random character trait in this as well. She has a soft spot for cute yet horrifying animals. (laughs) Okay. uh, Because I felt like it feels like uh, Rika wasn't fleshed out enough, so I gave her uh, her a quirk. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. It is a thing. Uh, the executive producer Mr. Ando (laughs) for anyone who knows the name Mr. Ando (laughs) it's from I stole it from the internet animation (laughs) go search for it it's a really good one (laughs) Uh, he's an old man in his 80s and he barely says anything but when he's like he's kind of shrouded in mystery he's like the top dog of uh, Saturn Media he mostly just nods and he's the one that has the final say on the documentary he also sends the most ridiculous demands to his crew who have to put up with it uh he has no clear idea about the mine he just orders the crew to make a documentary he's like hey there's gonna be something here go do it kind of thing and he's like more of like the the guy that he <laughs> he just says the most ridiculous things that the crew have to do it they're like for fuck's sake the executive producer says we need this how do we make this happen so they're all, they're all scrambling about trying to make this ridiculous idea happen okay and then one of the last of our main characters uh the producer and production manager mini kobayashi uh she's a stressed out overworked producer of the show who is overseeing the project and has unintentionally taken on the second job of a production manager which she deeply regrets uh but finds herself too far gone to take it back <laughs> she has to deal with the feedback from 
for Mr. Ando while also trying to meet the demands of the crew. She barely gets any sleep and is very much on edge a lot of the time. Is She's a stickler for the rules and always has a ton of paperwork to do. Though she's overworked, she's incredibly efficient and by day she just dreams of taking a break. <laughs> she just she that's her end goal she just wants to sleep <laughs> wow relatable yeah <laughs> like it's one of those things like I, when coming up with this i was like she's like the producer and i was like i'm giving her a lot of stuff here that like a producer would be able to get through quite easily so i'm gonna add a second job onto her and make her life a living hell and that's the reason why like the source of her stress and stuff like that okay and then last of like what is like a kind of character is the miners so i realized i didn't actually focus like this could be any kind of show so i was like let's let's put some miners into this and i've mainly used them as mascot characters kind of like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh like have you seen you seen ice shield 21 right yeah you know that uh that uh what was it uh the really short guy i can't remember what his name but he just grunts and like he i can't remember what his name is but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i kind of imagined like a bunch of the miners all looking the same and looking like him okay like <laughs> uh so the miners are short chubby mascot characters who all look the same uh <laughs> they all work hard but also get themselves into stupid situations which isn't amazing for a documentary however uh kato finds them oddly charming and feels that he can get something out of them most of the time they're all friendly and happy and celebrate the small victories like they don't really say much but they're like they're dead they're there doing their day-to-day at the mine and but they get into little mishaps and it's like for god's sake we can't make this <laughs> documentary and stuff like that so that's mainly all the characters uh which i've come up with in uh living life on the rocks uh, i've also like created some episode titles to go with this only six episode titles bear in mind okay uh so i was going through like the typical like story arc of how this would go in a comedy anime uh with for 10 minutes each episode and each character kind of gets their own spotlight as well so the first episode is uh welcome to saturn media's documentary team subtitle runaway sato <laughs> <laughs> episode two is called living in the sticks it's hell out here episode three is called three strikes you're out don't anger the oni uh, obviously focusing on frank's like character development there okay episode four called sleep helps me work <laughs> the daydreaming director so that's like kato's episode uh, episode five breaks don't exist a day in the life of Billy kobayashi uh at episode six help me rika chan the savior of saturn media so that is basically all what I came up with. <laughs> god dang. But god, like, is as I said before, like, it's all came to me in like about it's about the space of two hours. So I was just writing that down, thinking, oh, how can I tweak this? How can I tweak that? And then like like it's one of those ones that I think I get really creative like in the evenings rather than mornings and stuff so i did this at like 1am <laughs> no that makes sense though like oh, what was it it's like weirdly not sort of known that like your best ideas come like at the worst times as in like often it's stupid late yeah and that's where your best ideas come that's to be fair that's half the reason why when i do things yeah i'm like a night out i tend to do things really late because i'm like oh actually that's probably when my best ideas come so i might as well just be like up late yeah although saying that i did all of my illustrations during the day yeah i mean like it's one of those ones like i think like that, like with sort of like work like illustrations i feel like i don't know, ideas come through for me in my opinion at, at night and i try and put to get put them together in the day fair and that's like kind of like the creative process for me in the day i like i look back on my notes that i've made, written down at night like before i go to bed i'm like 
can I make this actually reasonable? Can I actually <laughs> make this feasible <laughs> as an idea? But yeah, that's that's uh, for me anyway. But that is uh, <laughs> my pitch. <laughs> I love I love that your characters are the the trope characters. Like oh, absolutely, yeah. You got your your. I I don't know why you added your own tropes in here, as in like Pepe specific tropes. <laughs> Frank Oni, you all, what, 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 you love having a guy from New York called Frank in your shit. Like, I mean, I had to get like if there's gonna be an American guy in an anime, I gotta give him the most American name that I can. Also, twin with Oni, like just make him the ogre. I, <laughs> I, I almost did the same thing. Oh yeah, Axel Pan was originally <laughs> gonna be American. Oh yeah, but I was like. No, he'll just have a weird nickname and he'll just be way into mining. I actually just imagined Axel Pad as American as well. That's I just imagined he would be there. I mean, if I designed him, maybe I'll draw him as a Yankee. So, you know, he's like yeah japanese but he's just like way into old american culture and he's just okay that one japanese guy in the corner that does speak a little bit of english and he's like yeah dude <laughs> mining bro <laughs> like yeah, no, yeah. Oh, man. Maybe maybe he'd look like Japanese Guy Fieri. <laughs> Mining town. <laughs> but yeah, like they, I love that your characters are the tropes. Like oh yeah, yeah. Sato being just protag, like mm -hmm. shonen protag. In oh man, yeah. You got your Frank as your your typical like grump. Mm -hmm. Kato <laughs> is like such a typical like creative in anime like oh he's so lazy yeah. he looks so unreliable <laughs> but he's the best <laughs> all of these characters I'm just like I, f I know these characters <laughs> like I've seen them in stuff I think it's because like if I'm creating this comedy anime I've got to hit the tropes of yeah. like the stuff that I, I want to try and hit what I can with it. Uh, and I took like, inspiration from, um, what was it? A couple of animes. Uh, one called Working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an, a, an anime set in a cafe. And I think the other one I took inspiration from was uh, Life Lessons with uh, Uromeshi. Uromeshi? Uh, Onisan? I think I might have got the name wrong there. Oh, I'd not heard of that one, but... it's uh, uh, That one's like an anime about, um, what was it? Uh... <laughs> like this guy that's a children's entertainer oh okay uh but like he absolutely hates his job <laughs> so he has to put on, <laughs> so he's putting on a mask like hey kids it's me and then all the kids are like yeah and he's like i hate all of you <laughs> like he lets it slip every now and then the kid's are like why are you so sad and he's like oh i just wait for the sweet release of death <laughs> oh wow it's a really good comedy anime i love it i had to fight the urge to laugh before you got to Mr. Ando, because I knew exactly why it was there. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like reading along with you because Pepe sent me his notes, mm -hmm. and I was like, we were on Rika, and then I looked down slightly, and I was just like, oh my god, Mr. Ando, <laughs> oh, Mr. Ando, I yep. love you. <laughs> it, I just, I had to, I had to include. It. I was trying to think of a, a name for him, and I wanted to go for the Mister because it's like obviously it's your boss, isn't it? So you just dress him as Mister. Yeah. Uh, so, and I just like thought, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna put Mr. Ando as the reference. Like, I just chucked it in there. <laughs> hey, it works, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it works. It's perfect. Yeah. I think my favorite part of your whole thing, funny mm. enough, is your episode titles. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see it. Like as you were saying it, I could see like you know, like the title screen comes up, 
Yeah. And like there's got like maybe the block color or maybe it's got like those little animations like, oh, some dirt splashes in from the yeah. side here. And then it's like, you know, living in the sticks, it's hell out here. Yeah. Like... I, I could see all these like little animations for it and I was like fuck they sound like real actual like title episodes yeah I'm like <laughs> fuck dude they they work so well for an anime because I'm like that's exactly what they would sound like yeah I think I I literally just took inspiration from like just a whole bunch of like different stuff man that's all it is like like because like so certain animes do their titlings like completely weird as well like Hunter Hunter that like puts X's between them and stuff like that and I just like I think I was originally just gonna go for like the first line but then adding the second line is kind of what makes them anime titles you know what I mean? nah the the subtitles the subtitles is what really sold it like yeah it's it just adds that extra little like something that i'm like oh god this 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 is like real mm -hmm. like i could see these written out you know netflix crunchyroll whatever you yeah. know like on the list episode i'm like those literally could be episode names yeah there's no doubt about it those those episode titles are so good oh man thank you <laughs> i think that's it i was just like trying to like again like giving each character their time to shine and like kind of displaying that in like ways that don't sound like they're too similar to each other either i think that's what it was but no thank you man oh man oh, I, <laughs> I, appreciate it. I also it's funny when you said the miners were like that guy from ice shield because when i read short chubby mascot yeah i thought back to when i was trying to um trying to put together some stuff for this mm-hmm and um, you know from Toy Story 2, The Prospector? <laughs> oh, I Stinky Pete. Yeah, Stinky Pete. <laughs> I just imagined like a bunch of Stinky Pete's. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have vibed as well, you know. <laughs> but like, not Stinky Pete's with, uh, you know, Frasier's voice. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not the actual like voice, but just like they made a bunch of like, I don't know, like deep southern grunts or just like yeah. weird noises like... Mm. even just meep you know yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly that is like i i wanted them to just do that kind of grunting thing like like literally no <laughs> i don't want them to talk whatsoever i just like the, like the meep noise i want them to just go meep <laughs> like, yeah. I, I i don't want any dialogue from these miners like that's what makes it even better it's a documentary about these people <laughs> and it's just like they don't speak at all which makes it even better <laughs> uh, so like the the options for the noises are so good like you could have even you know like in the uh, peanuts like snoopy <laughs> like just a bunch of those like kind of noisy oh man like <laughs> i mean they could, like, that's a good that's a good thing about it. Is you can make them all like different noises as well. They can all be like, I don't know, we're going to. Just a bunch of little mining guys running around. Sheesh! I like to think they actually only say one word. It's like, top of the morning. <laughs> that's, the only thing. <laughs> Just, that's the only phrase they know. Yeah, top, top of the morning. Top, top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> These little Japanese miners. Top of the morning. <laughs> They're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they got a they got a, a New Yorker there. Yeah. Why not? 
Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, there isn't a mine in Japan, so maybe the Irish just came over and decided to mine <laughs> in Japan somewhere. They found the village somewhere, which is honestly like I set this up. Like as I said before, I was gonna go for like the real life aspects, like the uh, what was it like the mining strikes in like 1984, and I was gonna go for like a kind of like a Studio Ghibli style thing. Oh, whoa. Where it's like a wind, like a wind rises was my other option. Whoa. That, yeah. I never thought about that. That was my other thing. Wow. I could see that. I think, and that I, <laughs> I actually came up with a title for that as well. It was called uh, Forever Mine. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like, obviously, like it's about a documentary maker who just, uh, it wasn't too fleshed out. It was literally a one line pitch. And then I decided to go for this. But it was like kind of about a, uh, like a, like a director who just wants to like make a documentary about the mining strikes and then just falls in love with like some like someone or whatever but yeah that does sound really ghibli yeah i was that's one thing because i was like i can't really make this into a series but i can make that does sound like a movie or something that could be like a, yeah especially a ghibli ghibli vibes with the wind rises that would have been my other option i do love though that again and we say it every every time we get to pitches mm. whilst this time we might have struggled on the same word mm. for once we've come up with two different interpretations of it uh, yeah very like... whereas like yours is about the documentary crew and making the documentary mine is the actual like oh it is actually a documentary anime yeah. quote unquote like i i think it's interesting how we've interpreted the the words mm. I think that's that's one thing you have to like kind of run with that kind of thing because like a documentary anime like you have to try and find some sort of niche with that and with like with yours for example going for the actual making like the anime the documentary itself is such a freaking cool idea like oh I appreciate it like just imagining like something that's never been done before that's the one thing like mine is very stereotypical it's been done before but it's a different <laughs> setting whereas yours is like completely like that is an original idea like there's like a, like actually pieces to camera in anime like i imagine it would be pieces to camera right as well yeah yeah, yeah. They, they would be like the testimonials and yeah, like, oh, yeah god i can't believe we we were struggling yeah i didn't think we were gonna make out yeah like even like like you said about the mockumentary style like kind of thing about it like i i could totally see it working and it is like like coming up with like that story is like, like is that there's a lot of like good potential there i like that oh i think i mean i think it was just interesting because it was like I don't know. I think I focused too heavily on an actual documentary. That's probably mm. why I followed it almost to the T and just was like, what is real? And then turn it into anime. Yeah. Whereas yours was like, okay, what anime can I make into this kind of brief? So mm -hmm. again, it's like besides the actual pitches themselves, because like I love, I love most of our pitches because they're just like, whoa, how we're so close and yet we are so different at the same time. Mm. But like, it's always hearing the thought process that really gets me because I'm like, dude, I didn't, I didn't even consider any of, yeah, the like, I didn't consider making an anime first and then filling in the rest. Mm -hmm. I was just like, no, documentary that happens to be an anime, not the other way around that's one thing as well because i was thinking about it like could you do like a documentary like an actual physical documentary that isn't an anime and making the documentary the main subject and then the anime is the second part but like how do you incorporate mining into that is so difficult so yeah i mean the only other way i saw it and i just thought of it like on the spot was like it's documentary because it's an actual anime studio that you forced to go mining <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> then they have to 
they have to partially animate some of it so it's like almost mixed media like an adventures of gumball so it's maybe like real people in animated backgrounds or maybe it's animated backgrounds with real people something like that you know like it sounds like it sounds like it like what well, <laughs> we made it sound like it's like a reality show almost where like it kind of like we sent a <laughs> we sent a group of animators into a mine <laughs> to the, <laughs> yeah. and this is what they came up with. and it's just them like literally struggling to mine and stuff like that that sounds like, like yeah kind of like that kind of thing that sounds quite fun (laughs) (laughs) again that was just off the top of my head like a second ago because i was like "Uh, how how would you do it and it's only very loosely animated (laughs) it's more document it's not even documentary really reality show but like it's the fact that you've chucked animators into it basically yeah (laughs) i I was kind of thinking of it like you know those um like batsu games like the punishment oh god that would be like like the worst punishment for animators like (laughs) Film like I imagine it filmed like that. And there's like those reactions of like people on screen, like in the corner, like eh. <laughs> oh yeah, no right. So yeah. right now, me and Pepe, we're we're testing a new thing. This is just like behind the scenes. We're actually video calling each other for the first time. You're not gonna see it, so don't ask. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw that in there now. <laughs> yeah, but like I've got it. And I'm like a tiny window in the in the corner, <laughs> and I'd imagine it's the same for you. That's what I'm imagining as well, like the reactions, the big text across the screen, like yeah. you know that same like sparkle transition. It yeah. comes up, and then they're just like, <laughs> and there's like little like sound Nani? effects. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. little sound effects on the side of the screen in the corner <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> and there's like little like yeah like. <laughs> <laughs> it would totally work. It would totally be a thing. But that is it. What I, I mean, it's. Like, I mean, like, I'd, I'd imagine just do like, it's the guy. Uh, oh, so guy. You gotta have to show a visible representation of what's going on. Just like, oh, to, yeah, I probably something. have to, but like, for Pepe, he got it. I <laughs> got it completely. I know exactly. We're both on the same page here. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just like slightly off. Yeah. Like at an angle, like diagonal, looking at it, like nodding along. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like about five people right behind the desk and they're all like switching <laughs> yeah. to each other, like, oh. <laughs> eh, no. but yeah honestly like i think like the two pictures that we've come up with like today like some of my favorite pictures that we've come up with in this entire pictures series in my opinion oh yeah for sure i think both of these are really freaking strong and i really like i i like both Uh, it sounds really wanky the fact i've just i really like my (laughs) pitch but like no i think i like both of these i think both of these would actually hold up and actually become a thing no i i actually agree with you on that like some of you know like generally our pitches are decent they're okay you know i, I don't want to like blow smoke up our asses or whatever you know like mm-hmm. yeah i don't want to inflate our egos and be like oh it's so fucking amazing every pitch is so good yeah, but yeah. like these ones i'm like are actually pretty solid and if they were real things they i feel like they'd be different enough mm. that i wouldn't even though we're both like animes right yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't be like competing directly against each other, even though it's got the same themes. Obviously not, no. Yeah. Like similar themes, but I'm just like, these are really good. And I don't think I've actually felt this way since probably the first one where we did the horror movies. I completely agree. Yeah. I think like at that point, that was like a really good, um, like those are two really good ideas there as well. And I think like since then, there's, I don't know. I feel like it's <laughs> some of them I've, like you said, a bit decent, but I don't think they quite hit it. Like I think the last one that we did, the the wrestling 
uh, no, the Luchador, Luchador Crime one. Yeah. Like, I really struggled on that one. Like, I mean, I'm trying to go back through my notes just to, like... Because there was the Cy- Cyberpunk YouTube was the other one. Yeah, that one was a that one was a struggle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you really like my idea about KS Cyberpunk as well, Nathan. I think you really Yes, like that. <laughs> you're amazing. I love you, you bastard. Uh, and then what was the what was the third one? Because like Oh, it's the it's the multi multiverse uh manga, weren't it? Oh, okay. Mul- the multiverse manga, I actually preferred your idea. I thought mine was a bit like eh. Yeah, it was okay. I think like, that's one thing. I think like, sometimes one of us will struggle with it. And, like it is natural to do that kind of thing. Like what the fuck? Sometimes trying to come up with these things isn't easy. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, actually, that's the thing. Thinking about all the topics we've done, I'm like, so in the middle portions, right? There's like, okay, I've liked one and I've not liked one of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I like your pitch more than my own. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my pitch was pretty decent. Yeah. But like. Again, not since the first one have I been like, yo, both of these are both sick. These, yeah. Like, these are these are good. I, I I agree completely. I think both of these are like hold up really well. Anyway, before we start throwing smoke <laughs> any more smoke up our own asses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we should probably <laughs> wrap it up. Again, like, thank you for listening, guys. Out of both of these pictures, do you have a favorite? And yes, on that note, thank you for listening, guys. And we will see you next time for another Cultured Boys episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.